Hi, this is Pip Ballantyne, and you're listening to The Melting Podcast, where it's all very sticky. You're listening to The Melting Podcast, a writing variety show featuring a little of everything from everyone, everywhere. Hello, lexiconosaurs and word chefs. Welcome to episode 78 of the Melting Podcast. I am your grill mistress, Erin Kazmark, and this episode is all mine, baby. And you know what that means. I'll tell you later. Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you now. Because it's a just me episode and I can do whatever I want, baby. So what we're going to do first is a serving of our botched recipes. This is where you get to hear what goes on behind the scenes when we, well, mess up. Because we do that a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. (laughs) And it's a lot of fun, and we really want to share this side of us with you guys. So, um, bon appetit. Please. Counting Down, a.k.a. Barry and the Moonbat, by Scott Roche. Mustachioed bastard. I'm gonna say that son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, I don't know enough about his mom to know if that's true. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I am your girl. Your girl. Your girl. Your girl. Your girl mistress. Hey. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Such a big boy. <laughs> anyway. In his left hand, he held his orb of orb of blah 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 blah. Yes, take two. In his left hand, he held his orb of off. That's hard to say. Orb of. You can react. It's okay. No. <laughs> the media was quick to point out President McLean's idiosyncratic attachment of his orb of office uh, to his orb. Damn it. Can he say orb of office more? Yes. It could be be all the words. Orb of office. As I fell sideways, I watched, watched, ah, that time, time. As I fell sideways, I watched the domed, oh, God damn it. Watched the domed. Orb of office. Orb of office. This is not fucking Sackmiff. Don't even bring that up. Spoon. Spoon. Oh, it's been a long time since I spooned. <laughs> As I fell sideways, I watched the... <laughs> I'm so close to being done with this. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get my hand in my pocket and scratch myself. I don't know what to do with that. Edit it out. Wait, that's what I'll do with it. <laughs> so, anyway. Scratches. Tequila. There's our episode, yay. <laughs> our episode today is telling you to go drink tequila. Scritches and tequila. Yes. So go do that and you'll be creating your own content. Much easier production for us. I'm frozen. I want to go. To run. To help. To sneeze. To sneeze perchance to dream. I'm stuffed. Like a cannoli? No. You want to be? No. I've got some cannoli. Please step away. What the hell was that? (laughs) Where were you going to put it? (laughs) Open up. Ah. (laughs) I don't know what's happening right now. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared. Help me. Anyway, so anyway, that was a full banquet. You're stuffed. <laughs> but not like cannoli. <laughs> anyway, you're stuffed. We'll go back to that. Yeah. The president's face fat, fashed. Not flashed, fashed. <laughs> the president's face fat. Face fat, yes. The president's face is fat. The president's face fat jiggle. <laughs> His chin badge. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, chin vulva. Oh. Be anatomically correct. Okay.
E.R. Invasion by Scott Roche. Kilty man, kilty man. It was Ur Invasion. Ur Invasion by Scott Roche. There, that'd be a great voice to do for Kate. Uh, hello. <laughs> well, not staring exactly, but as close as an incredibly well perverse. Perverse. Yeah, yeah. Perverse. I actually bit the inside of my cheek. Ow. On purpose? <laughs> no. No. Ow. At least it's not bleeding, I think. <laughs> yeah, not bleeding. I'm it, would good. Be, it would be good to not be bleeding. Yeah. I've got a pistol and a first aid kit in my car. If the peep, if the people, if the peeps, if the peeps, if the, if the popo, then look harder. They're out there working. Huh. This is the one to use. Once it was in place, she used the box cutter to reseal the container. He, did. he. that's he, he. It's amazing how she did it. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, how does that work? It doesn't because I misread it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now keep that voice and howl as you're you just got what you just got stuck with a yeah. pocket knife yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible staring at the mattress nipples okay that that's a fun blooper there <laughs> <laughs> stop it I can't talk if you're doing that. Sure you can. I mean, I can. We just can't use it. Only one man ever dared give me the raspberry. It was me. Moon that. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> the flesh was being eaten was the best way I could describe it. Maybe dissolved was a better word? That came out really weird. Mm -hmm. I, I saw the question mark too late. <laughs> there, asshole. <laughs> and I'm still recording. I know. No, you weren't supposed to leave. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> My kitchen. No. Kiss the mic. Well done. That pinged. A wave of his left hand was a Jedi mind trick that told you these were not the droids you were looking for. <laughs> I was gonna let you go. Sorry. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I did a thing. Yes, did. Well, that was fun. Well okay. Sure, some kids had been killed, but they weren't real sim. What the heck is that word? Sacmipians. Okay, sorry. You can tell now that I haven't been practicing. I'm just kind of winging it. Sacmipians. The original design. 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 Okay. I saw the sign. Oh, God. I'm so glad we're almost done. <laughs> he wasn't sure what she... What? 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 I think I went British. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It's fine. It's fine. Let's do the rest of the story this way. It's all right, changed. then. The encryption on the lock would be a bit tougher than the dog cycles. Dog cycle. Dang it. <laughs> dog cycle. Dog cycle. Arf, arf. He swiveled in the seat. They've swiveled in the seat. Damn it, Scott. I have to take another drink of my beer, thanks to you. Swiveled in the seat. He 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 did a sit and spin. That's... No. <laughs> he swiveled in the seat. Okay, now I've said it. He swiveled in the seat and pulled out a palm-sized hunk of crap. <laughs> soy plas? Yeah, soy plastic. Soy plas. Soy plas. Okay. Now I have to say swiveled in the seat again. Yep. Yay. Soy plas. <laughs> a hunk of crap. <laughs> His next delivery... His next delivery was at level 150. Damn it. <laughs> I say I'm good at cold reads, and then I start screwing up like crazy. Hey, me! Also doesn't help I'm trying to control a rasp. Come on, Lasty! Go, Lasty! That, that's me. I'm Lasty. 
All righty then. So that's enough of laughing at me. I'm going to shut up for a while now, and um, someone else is going to talk about what they do. Okay? Okay. In the distant future, humanity entertains itself with countless hours of podcasts. But the Pottersphere is troubled. Corporate networks and true crime shows rule the iTunes rankings with an iron fist. The year is 2019. Our only hope, the Nostalgia Pilots. Welcome to Nostalgia Pilots, a podcast that for 100 years has fought the evils of outer space. I'm your host, Hugh. I'm Jared. And I'm Jason. And I'm Spence. Four podcasters fight back by watching and discussing classic giant robot anime. Hey, do we have any of those cancers left? You know, the underwater ones? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Thanks, that's what we need in this episode. Is more. Drop a couple Saturn rockets to it. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Their first mission Tsunami Mainstay Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Oh my god, you're describing the Spice Girls. <laughs> See? <laughs> you get it. Suit up at nostalgiapilots.com. Well then, wasn't that delightful? It actually really was. I love hearing about other people's stuff, and I absolutely love putting other people at the forefront, because that's what this is all about, right? Right? I would ask Gus, but Gus isn't here, because this is all me. Sometimes I don't know what to do and I'm all alone, but it's okay. It's okay. I got this. I totally got this, you guys. So we're now going to move on to something that I don't got, because I wasn't there for it. It is a little seasoning with T. Morris and Pip Ballantyne. And let me tell you, these guys are so amazing. These are some of my favorite people in the world. And you are just going to love this. So take a listen to our head chef, A.F. Grappin, interviewing T. Morris and Pip Ballantyne for a little seasoning for you. Hey, Lexicon of Sewers and Word Chefs. It's time for a little seasoning once again. I'm your head chef, A.F. Grappin, and I am here with two of the most amazing authors you will ever meet that live under one roof. T. Morris and Pip Ballantyne. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. We do live under one roof. Is it Balticon yet? Is it Balticon yet? (laughs) When this releases, we'll be less than two months away. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. It's coming up fast. Freaking excited. Yeah. Scrambling already. The the booth was a blast last year, and we will will gladly help not only with setup, but but tear down once again. That was so much damn fun. Mm. It was absolutely appreciated. Hopefully, the elevator will work this year. That'd be nice. And we won't have, we have to deal with rude with, with rude Asian families touring in Baltimore. <laughs> Who didn't like us. Jerks. But that that is beside the point. This interview isn't about how cool that table was or how cool this table <laughs> this year's table will be. Or how um, uncool Asian tourists are. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Sorry. No, oh, uh, can I throw something? Hold on. Yeah, hey, easy. To, okay. Hey, throw the cat. I know one of those was in your... <laughs> He's hippie. I'll throw 17 this. pounds of I'll awesome. throw this little green squishy alien. Yeah, there you go. All right, I'll, I'll behave, more <laughs> or less. I was like, I, I give you 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> so just just real quick, because I am not of the David Dave Robinson bent, and I don't introduce people very well. Give me a brief rundown of what you each do separately and as a joint. Well, I'll start first, because... Your because, accent's cooler. Because, because you're my a accent's fucking lady. Cooler. <laughs> I'm a fucking lady. Um... I'm uh, Pip Ballantyne. I write as Philippa Ballantyne in fantasy and Pip Ballantyne in steampunk. I was born and raised in New Zealand. I've been living here for my sins for nine years with this man. Um, <laughs> I started podcasting back in 2006 because of this man. I seem uh, to be an enabler from what people is, are telling me. He is. Um, and uh, You're streaming I'm, now because of me too, <laughs> if you think about it. And I'm definitely uh, <clears throat> what I like to call a hybrid author because I like being... Uh, many eggs in the basket, kind of different baskets, kind of person rather than all in one. Because who knows when New York publishing is going to crack? <laughs> and I'm the uh, lesser half of the uh, Ballantine Morris uh, 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 partners in crime. I'm uh, I'm T Morris, and uh, I write fantasy uh, as well as science fiction. I write steampunk with with my with my better half, Pip Ballantine, over there. 
and uh, I'm also writing nonfiction. Um, my uh, my biggest title under nonfiction is Podcasting for Dummies, which just went into its third edition. Uh, but but this year, at the beginning of uh, the beginning of 2019, uh, for Dummies released Twitch for Dummies. So now um, I can say that I've written the four Dummies books on content creation for both podcasting and for uh, video streaming, which and. Is- um, <clears throat> And, and like Pick, I'm, I'm also a hybrid, hybrid author. I tend to write uh, uh, self-published stuff as well as write stuff that uh, that people like for dummies pick up, because uh, you cannot you cannot self-publish a for dummies book. They have a team. <laughs> they have a team. They will that hunt will, you down. That will if you hunt use that you down like freaking Boba Fett uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you if you try to do something like that. But um, but I. I too uh, believe there's room for both uh, for both indie press as well as uh, as well as traditional press, and I feel very fortunate to have the uh, the experiences that I've had up to this point. Yeah, no kidding. We'll we'll get into Twitch for Dummies in a little bit. You bet. Um, podcasting for Dummies definitely helped me get the podcast off the ground, so thank you for that. I, I you know we, I get that a lot, and I feel very fortunate that I am I am the one constant author across all three editions. Uh, first edition was done with me and Evo Terra. Second one was me, Evo Terra, and Chuck Tomasi, and then this recent one was me and Chuck. And um, it's uh, it's I, I still look at the third edition and go, I can't believe that happened, but uh, but it feels no, good. Podcasting is having its what fourth, fifth it's like rena- seventh, renaissance, seventh renaissance, something like that. But I I believe I believe podcasting for dummies is the only title that came out in podcasting that is in a, that is in multiple editions. Uh, um, I don't know of any others that that, that are that are at that point. That's freaking fantasy, but I also had a you know the booster of you know knowing you and just being able to pick your brain rather than read that. <laughs> there is that too, yeah, the direct access. <laughs> um, I'm um, honestly a little bit curious about the process. I, mean, I we'll, we'll get to you a little bit in a, in a minute, Pip, but just the process of actually writing something nonfiction like that, you know, for dummies. What's what's that kind of a quick breakdown of that kind of a process? Well, there's writing for nonfiction and then there's writing for dummies. Uh, for dummies is a very very specific approach to the uh to, to their books and and um i've written other nonfiction, and it's been very footloose very very free form like hey do you want to do a call out you can do a call out what do you want to call out whereas with the dummies people it's like okay here are the four call outs you can do there's no deviation from these four call outs these are the call outs that you do um you can have figures but the figures if they have call outs they're gonna if the figures have have call outs and they're mentioned in the call outs they have to be labeled this way it's a very very intense uh very very rigid format that they follow that being said the content itself is very much tongue-in-cheek i can be as uh snarky as i can if they need me to dial back the snark they'll do that but i'll tell you an interesting story about about for dummies books my my uh, head editor over at um over at wiley publishing uh he says that when he goes to events he gets he he comes back with a fistful of, of, of business cards Mm-hmm. And um, these fistful of business cards, basically all these people say, I have an idea for a dummies book. And he's like, okay, drop me a line and I'll tell you where to go next. Out of that fistful of dummies cards, maybe 10 of, let's say he's got a hundred cards. 10 of those cards will have, um, uh, will, will have people actually contact him and say, hey, I'm still interested in writing for, for dummies. He will then send them to a link that will say, here's what we need in a, in a proposal, write it up and we'll get started. He says, out of those 10, I'm lucky if two people even attempt, not not actually fill out and, and turn in a successful proposal, attempt mm-hmm. to write the proposal. So, yeah, the dummies people are actually, they, they do open submissions, but nobody wants to do the submissions because the proposals are hard work in themselves. Because not only do I have to tell people, this is the book that I want to write, I then go into, here's the table of contents that I'm going to propose. On top of the table of contents, here's the other competition. This is the <clears throat> these are the other titles about this topic that are out there. And then this is why I think this book is going to succeed where theirs do not. So I go through that process, and that's roughly a month to two month long process. Then they might hem and haw on it for a bit, and then we decide, okay, we're going to uh we're gonna go on ahead and we're going to write the book. I then have four months to write the first draft. I have a month to fix it, and then it comes out. And it comes out maybe two months after that. Jeez, that's it is like- a it is a grueling process. It is a it is a hard process, and yet I look at Twitch for Dummies and podcasting for Dummies, and I just sit back and I smile and I go, I did good. Um, 
so yeah, to get it, through all that process is yeah, quite a thing by itself. Yeah. And and it's hard because especially when when it's when it's Twitch for Dummies or podcasting for Dummies, when we were in the final edits for podcasting for Dummies, the final edits, um, that was when uh, Apple announced that that their podcast app was going to include analytics, mm-hmm. and that wasn't coming out until the following month, and then the month after this new feature came out, that's when podcasting for Dummies would hit the shelves. So there's that, and then there's also little discoveries along the way. For, Case in point, you. I would have loved, loved to have featured your chainmail um, stream for Twitch because I have an entire section in the book where I talk about streams that are not video games, mm-hmm. that are different types of creative endeavors. Now, I, I, I covered somebody who does coding. I've, I covered somebody who did music. I've covered, I've covered different, um, different types of streams. But the thing was, having a chainmail stream, that would have been great to have highlighted. Um, plus it would have given you some love and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said no to that either. So, so all these things happen and that's, that's when people go, well, why didn't you mention this? Why didn't you mention that? It's because you're on a tight deadline Mm. and, um, and that's what makes, uh, you know, the, the dummies books part part of the, part of the, uh, of the, the worthwhileness of those books and, and making, and making them happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they, they do, they're just out like constantly. Mm -hmm. There's just such a library. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's, and it is the number one um, books on how to on the market. And what I what I what I find is it's it's a double edged sword. These books sell. I mean, before the third edition come out, people were buying a ten year old edition, <laughs> a ten year old edition of podcasting for dummies. People were buying it, but nobody wants to admit that they bought a for dummies book. Oh, yeah. they'll read it. They'll take notes and they'll they'll figure out how to do. But if you ask them where'd you learn it from, they'll probably say, "Well, I bought a book." But there, but very few people have actually stepped up and said, "Oh yeah, I learned that from a for dummies book." And <laughs> I'm one it's of them. Be- <laughs> well, yeah, and and you're not the only one. I mean, uh, I know that uh, Tony Mast, uh, mm-hmm. he he loves to tell people that that when they did their first episode, they recorded their first episode of uh, what was going to be eventually become Backseat Producers. Tony actually had the copy of Podcasting for Dummies sitting there just in case anything went wrong. He could open it up and go, I know where to go to in the book to fix this. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but, but people don't want to admit that they got a For Dummies book. Or they've learned something for, for a For Dummies book. Yeah. When in fact, it is, it is the number one how-to series on the market today. That's nuts. But I, I, honestly, that's probably just purely because of the title. No one wants to admit they're a dummy. Yeah. Right. Right. And and we get that. We do. Yeah. We get that. I mean, I mean, it's it's uh, it's one of those negative connotations. Rarely do you see people, um, you know, as keynote speakers that are uh, that are for dummies authors. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is that when people want to have answers, they will come to a for dummies author and go, how do I do this? And you're like, hey, cool. This is how we do it. And that's the thing that I think that makes the for dummies uh, titles so popular is that they don't get. They, they don't lose themselves into the vocabulary of something. They don't lose themselves in the terminology mm-hmm. of, of podcasting, of, uh, of working with YouTube, of, of social media. They basically say, this is how the widget works. Now, here's a pop culture reference to kind of give you uh, an idea of how this whole, this whole dark magic of streaming or podcasting works. And this is how easy it is to make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so I'm, I, you know, at one time I was a little... Um, aggravated about being a for dummies author because I never felt like I got the I got the respect and and it was during Twitch for Dummies that I realized oh you know what I'm not the problem and and the for dummies line isn't the problem it's the people that don't want to admit that they came to this the number one seller of of how to books and mm-hmm. and got and got their answers it, it's a pride thing and if, yeah. if that's if that's your hang up you know more power to you just but, hide it under your bed like yeah. everything else you're yeah. trying to hide from your mom exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Put it next to the all Nat right. Geos and the uh, you know and the and the Cosmopolitan magazines and all that stuff. You'll be fine. Yeah, I took the quiz. I am definitely not a woman. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so that's your most recent project, right, T? Mm-hmm. What yes, about you, is. Pip? What's the most recent thing you've had put out um, been working on? Last actually last month I released my very first anthology of just stories that I've done um, that I collected off my Patreon and the name uh, of that fa- is? feed, and it is called Creative Indulgences, which that man helped me get a title for. 
I know he likes to get <laughs> credit for things. I do. Um, so that that's the 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 last thing that was released, and uh, the next thing that's going to be released is going to be the um, uh, third book in the Verity Fitzroy uh, ministry series. Hopefully, maybe in time for Balticon. We're not sure. We're not sure. It's going to be close. Yeah, you, you did cut out a little bit there, Pip. Uh, would oh. you would you say the name of that? Uh, that oh, it's that going again? to be called uh, "It's the Secret of the Monkey God" and it's Verity Fitzroy in the Ministry Seven, Book Three. But it's going to be close if we can have it done by Balticon. We'll Very. We'll yeah. Would you stop? Would you freaking stop? <laughs> maybe I'm going to put a maybe under it. It's mid March. It's mid March. That happened, darling. I'm sure it's February still. No, it's mid March. <laughs> It's mid-March. We're already past daylight savings time, Pip. I know. Exactly. When did that? They're just <sighs> mind mm-hmm. blown. This, you know, if you want to know, if you want to know the one thing, because we get this asked a lot as couples, what what's the one thing you tend to bicker on the most? It's production schedules. <laughs> I'm the guy that's going, look, I've already busted my hump for the For Dummies people. We're going to release this book in the end of the summer at the earliest. And Pip's like, yeah, we're going to have it done by Balticon. And I'm just like, what the hell are you doing, Steve Irwin? I mean, come on. Come on! I'm gonna be slave driver. That's what I'm gonna be. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll see you not really, you know, having slept for a couple months before Balticon. Right? <laughs> no, we just won't be talking to each other. Yeah. That'll be what the opposite ends of the table. Is. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do have what we like to call our one question. We do this every year on the podcast, where everybody that we have on, we ask a single question. So I'm going to ask you to this one. Mm-hmm. I want you to think of either the worst book you've ever read or the least favorite book you have. You don't have to tell what it is, mm-hmm. but what has that book taught you about writing? Oh, it might actually be a giveaway when I, when I say what it is uh, or, <laughs> or when I, when I, when I give you the answer, uh, cause I've, I've got my answer. Um, it's okay to be nostalgic, but when you <laughs> wallow in it, and you you uh, you come across as pretentious, and yeah, um, it worked. You caught lightning in a bottle. Congratulations, you did it once. <laughs> and but but that was the the thing is I like I liked like right right now for example my my current work in progress is a uh, is a um, is it, it's basically a thriller set in the esports industry. So I do make a lot of nerdy references, mm-hmm. but the nerdy references, I don't go into meticulous detail to explain exactly what that nerdy reference is. You either get it or you don't. And if I have to explain it, it's usually in um, it's usually it's usually like within a couple of lines. There's a, there's an exchange, for example, where uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the 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 heroine of the book says to the hero, she goes, aren't you a little old to be covering video games for the newspaper? And he responds with, I'm south of 40, north of you. And she stops and looks at him and goes, Bioshock Infinite? You play. And that's it. That's all I say. I don't go into what the reference was in the original in, in, in the original use of the of the of the uh, the sentence. I don't go into the uh, details of the game. I don't go into the history of the video game. That's all I say. That is as nerdy and as nostalgic as I get. And that's what I learned in the worst book I ever read. Too much nostalgia and you come across as a pretentious wanker. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's entirely Kind of narrow it down to what this book is. But yeah, part of me is like, okay, is it the first one or the second one? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, I kind of I kind of figured that'd be the answer. What about you, Pip? Um, build a character that I want to spend time with. Otherwise... I don't care how many char- car chases, gratuitous mysteries, and explosions there are. I'm bored. Oh, I think I know which book you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> Do you? Does the Does the last word in the in the in the, in the title end with mode or, or rhyme with mode? Maybe. <laughs> <sighs> we all have our I'm angels. Very, I'm very... We all have our angels and demons. It's, it's, it's I am right. very character driven. I like yeah. I, I like writing and I like yeah. reading character driven books. But what can Brown do for you? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> you have the best laugh team. <laughs> it's great. I'm you should gonna, live I'm, with it. I'm just gonna sit here for two more minutes, just listen to him laugh. Keep going. <laughs> 
Do we have to? <laughs> we can. It's okay, Pip. You and I can chat. Okay, <laughs> you just keep laughing in the corner there, Dave. <laughs> okay, uh, so um, you, you two have been on the podcast before, so I don't want to go rehashing everything that we've talked about with mm-hmm. the ministry and everything. Um, but mm-hmm. you did mention your Patreon, and that yes. this, this new book that's come out is an anthology of stories that you've done that have been supported by your Patreon, right? Yes, yes. Um, I should straight out of the gate say at the moment my Patreon is on a pause. Mm -hmm. Um, I paused it because I have been doing it for 18 months and I just needed a breather. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully it's not going to be too long of a breather. But I have really enjoyed um, working. Basically what I'm doing on the Patreon is I'm giving uh, the Patreons the chance to help me choose what I write every month. Mm-hmm. And so all of the stories from the short story, from the anthology, uh, were created with the assistance of the Patreons. And it, it's it been a really interesting ride. The last story I wrote was from the point of view of a plant, um, <laughs> which I cannot recall having ever written that. I've written about scary plants, but never from the point of view of the plant. Uh, okay, I've, um, I've written a poem from the point of view of a toilet, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Patreon's taken me into some interesting places. I've done um more horror than I've ever written in my life before. Um I like writing creepy stuff, but I've never I've seldom gone into, you know, like actual horror, mm-hmm. what I would consider horror. And so I've done a few of those, which was kind of fun to write a bit of a serial killer in a a scary uh, amusement park. That was a couple of the ones I can remember um so I felt a little Phil Rossi when I was doing that but um no it's 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 been fun and I've also been supplying them with uh audiobook chapters um at the moment I'm recording Harbinger uh, Mm -hmm. because I recently just got the rights back for that so uh the first three books of the order are already out and on audible but uh Patreons have been getting them as I produce them nice um, so for any you know listening authors or potential authors who are considering starting a Patreon, do you have any just quick advice that you might give them to help them find a successful audience? I think um, it always helps if you have an audience first to go yeah. to a Patreon. I've seen a lot of um, writers who are starting out on their career starting a Patreon and then getting really disappointed because they're not getting any um, people jumping on board. But mm-hmm. I think you already have to have some sort of um, if you want to make, if, if the, if your aim is to make money at it, yeah. then you have to have some sort of, uh, crowd support already to get people on. Otherwise you're only, you know, going to disappoint and upset yourself when you don't get that support. Um, and look very carefully at what you're, um, what you're giving the Patreons every month and, and consider if, if that's, you know, um, good value for their you know their contributions mm-hmm. are they getting exclusive stuff exclusive stuff as always you know like I was also sharing little bits of um, writing I was doing that week mm-hmm. I'd have like an accountability day where I would share a little uh, a little snippet and people love that that sort of stuff that sort of personal touch yeah that's actually very very cool it'd be like one of those maybe because uh I, we had uh, Hugh O'Donnell on here last oh, month. oh yes and one thing that he's been doing is just writing a drabble a day yeah. So like that could be something that just just throwing that out there could be a potential decent you know Patreon backer reward just for the little half a minute story, but they get one every day. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's kind of why I've taken a pause though because it is it is really cool, but it also does create require some creative juices. Mm-hmm. So I think like you know that's why we ended up doing our podcast in series is so that we can have a break in between, mm-hmm. um, just because the creative juices in the brain occasionally needs a rest to fill up the well again the creative well again but yeah um Hugh's I'm I'm sure people love his little drabbles he's he's fabulous so this question kind of goes to both of you so when you do need those recharges other than you know just taking a break what what helps you kind of refill that orange tree of creative juices rest I would say video games video (laughs) games for me you would say video games I would say video games. Yeah. I would say naps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she says, I'm going to go and have a think for something, I said, okay, I'll see you in two hours. Then she takes a nap. Pe- and then- people, no, you think it's ridiculous, but it actually does work. I call, I call them a creative nap. Mm-hmm. And I take my little um, notebook and I lie down and I don't necessarily have the thought I'm going to go to sleep. I just let my brain relax mm-hmm. and just let it like 
it's like being in the shower kind of that's exactly what it I does help i will say it does help it, it really does help but i mean uh for me when i want to unwind um i play video games mm-hmm. and, and i've gotten back into that i used to i used to uh ColecoVision. I used to, yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, I'm saying. Back in my day, two fire buttons and a and a, and a joystick, and you, you were needed. happy. You were happy, man. Um, now the uh, I, I've I've gotten back into video games in the past uh, like two years or so, mm-hmm. and um, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've also been inspired by some of the uh, writing I've seen in said video games. Um, one of the one of the games that I was uh, I was replaying was uh, was a game called Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Uh, the earlier mentioned Bioshock Infinite. Well, I, I've gone back and I'm actually playing the the whole series and the original Bioshock. I forgot how terrifying it was, <laughs> but there's uh, there's some things in there that have been really inspiring, and I, I'll, I'll I'll catch myself making a mental note or even taking a physical note and trying to figure out some way of of maybe not lifting it from the game, but just seeing seeing what it is breaking down the elements and going what made that creepy mm-hmm. and then going back and giving hey, it stay my in your spin. lane morris creepy's my my lane yeah okay <laughs> yeah, she's, she, so. she's, she's getting paid for it <laughs> right 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 right, right. requests and all that <laughs> pip be creepy okay, okay i can do that hashtag creepy pip <laughs> <laughs> creepy pip be creepy hashtag live it with it every day <laughs> I just stand in the dark, in the dark corners and stare at him. Yeah, but even <laughs> but even Pip has her limits. There's a there's a um, there's a film that's uh, that's getting some advertisement right now. It's uh, it's from Jordan Peele. It's called Us, mm-hmm. and Pip's like, nope, nope, <laughs> all the nope, 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 nope. I do have limits. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, we do try to keep these interviews fairly short, and we're at twenty five and a half minutes at this point. <laughs> Too late. Yep. <laughs> um. But is there? Well, you're getting a twofer if you think about it. You're getting right, a twofer. You're getting right. a twofer. You make it twice here, so. as long because so, we're yeah, here. So there you go. Okay. Well, what else do you want to talk about? What else, <laughs> what else, what else, what else is on the minds of, of of T and Pip, or you just want to keep trash talking each other for another fifteen? Minutes? Oh, we could do that for like hours. Well, well no, actually, that, we already do that. It's called the Shared Desk. Found at the Shared Desk. <laughs> That's Thank right. We do. Um, yeah. We podcast our own trash talk. And now we stream it. Yeah. And now we stream it. And that's been that's been fun to explore. I, actually now I'm I'm playing uh God of War at the moment and T is is trash talking me because usually it's me sitting in the cheap seats so, going, What are you doing? All right, so here's the genesis of this. So this is something on my on my stream that we call Philippus Freaky Friday. Everything <laughs> everything's spelled with PH, you know, Philippus <laughs> Freaky and Friday. I, I, I get and, it. It's funny because yeah. Yeah. and exactly. And yeah. how this worked was was that we were watching another another favorite streamer of mine. Her name is I Lulu. Mm-hmm. And uh Lulu's awesome. And we uh, we were watching her play through God of War, and uh, this is the recent God of War, not the original, but the recent one. Mm-hmm. And and um, Pip Pip loves playing the tank. She loves playing a tank. Hashtag and, tank and life. Hang, yes. Hashtag tank life. In uh, I mean, in our in our D and D, she plays a uh, she plays a teenage barbarian. She she always goes hey, for a the teenage tank. barbarian slash psionic warrior. There's that. <laughs> and um and she saw God of War, and she said, "I could get behind this game." I could really Smashing get behind this with, you know. with an axe. I think I could dig this. Now, up to this point, whenever I'm uh, playing um, Destiny, uh, Pip will come in and she will actually heckle me. She will. There are clips on my YouTube channel where you hear her off mic heckling me <laughs> as I am facing off with a boss or even a mini boss. Oh, duck, duck, duck. Oh, that, you shouldn't have what, done that. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, she, she, now she, you're dead. Yeah, she's talking. That, that's 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 my life. Uh, and so <laughs> I told her, I said, you know what? Okay, I will gladly get you this game on the condition that we stream it. But I am the one that's off mic. You're the one that's on mic, and uh, and I get to heckle you. <laughs> Hence the birth of Flippus Freaky Friday. Now, funnier still is the evolution of Pip as a streamer. The first time we did this, I was she, way in the back. She, she was off. No, no, she was off camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you heard her voice. You didn't see her, but you saw me up front, and I was basically doing all the heckling. <laughs> and then, like a couple of episodes in, she decides she wants to be in the background. So now she's in the background. The most recent. I'm getting episode, closer, like that cat. <laughs> the most episode we yeah. The the most recent episode we did, she is right up front. I am sitting behind her, and that was when the hilarity ensued. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of this is because I think we started streaming. We, we we tried it as an experiment. We started streaming episodes of the shared desk mm-hmm. while we were recording them for podcast, and we found out that 
it actually it actually works really well. To yeah. be able it actually to, keeps us on track a little bit yeah. more. Mm-hmm. It turns weirdly. out that it turns out that the 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 shows that we do on stream tend to be shorter and more um more succinct, mm-hmm. more just just a little tighter in their delivery. And uh and and how we how we 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 uh made the show itself evolve is okay, you got the podcast, but if you if you show up for the live show, everything is unedited. So it you know <laughs> you so, hear it all. Yeah, you get it all, which means even if something that we don't want to talk about gets out on stream, it gets out on stream mm-hmm. and you know you get to see it. The second thing is that we usually stick around for an extra uh extra half hour to an hour. <laughs> or an hour. Or an hour. And we just we 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 talk and we get we take we so it's like extra content. Yeah. So with the stream, it's it's a live extra content show. Uh, the podcast is more like the condensed. You know, this this is the first hour of us being on, and and actually, it turns out that I said, yeah, we could get you know easily an hour out of this, but our shows have been getting shorter mm-hmm. because of the stream. Mm-hmm. So it's worked out really really well. Um, and uh, and I think Pip just really took to streaming. She just took to it, mm-hmm. and now with uh, with Philippa's Freaky Friday, she is now up front and center in the in the smashing camera, things. smashing things, and just and the the most the most recent episode was absolutely ridiculous because there was a dragon, there was a dragon, Gus, <laughs> and, and, and we were not ready for it. It was like it was like suddenly it was it's like, like derp derp derp. Oh, we're going into battle! Oh my god, it's a dragon! <laughs> yeah, literally, you you turn the corner and a dragon shows up. There is no there is no pretext. <laughs> there is no extra health bars or anything that. They're, nope, they're, here's a dragon. It's it's, it's uh, <laughs> oh, are you are are you at half health? Well, too bad. Here's a dragon. <laughs> you should have prepared better, shouldn't yeah. you? Oh, your but ra- you couldn't. <laughs> your, your rage is down to a thimble. Here's a dragon. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoy. I'm kind of enjoying the I don't know the immediacy of it, and we do tend to watch our, our ourselves a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do, we do. We're more careful with our words, but we still have fun. And and the other thing is too that it's it's uh it's it's even funnier still. If I'm going on a tangent, if I went on, now earlier before before we started streaming, if I was on a tangent, Pip would give me a look. She would give me a, a this 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 like wide eyed look like you can't talk about that. <laughs> Quit and it. Quit it. And then of course we'd have to and I'd have to, you know, use the clicker, mark this spot, go, what's going on? We'd have a slight argument. We'd go back <laughs> into it. And then we have to pick it up where we go. Well, now we're live. Mm-hmm. And Pip can't do that anymore. I just need like a pool cue that I can poke you with <laughs> under the table, like jab, jab, jab. Or or she does an eye roll, like, oh God, here he goes. You know, and 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 it, it really is kind of fun that that live dynamic of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of dig it. Did I lose you guys? No, oh, no, no. Okay. We're just, <laughs> we're, we're we just like, you tell yeah. us when no, to quit. We'll keep we're, talking. No, you guys are good. It's for a second. I was like, wait. <laughs> what happened? I'm just having fun of listening. So um, I, I, I know I asked about like Patreon audience before. Do you find that on your Twitch stream, since you are variety streamers at this point, do you find hmm. you get a lot of like cross-pollination with your audience? Uh, I have actually found some people who have been watching me play play Destiny who have been fans since the days of Moravi. They actually brought up Moravi. Uh, uh, there's a there. There are a couple of fans who have just discovered my books and my podcast, and they go, you know, if you haven't read them, and, the, and I've had people on stream say, if you haven't read the ministry series, this is the series you want to do. Um, so that, that's been really cool. Um, there are people that definitely watch the shared desk who came over from watching you game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and vice versa. And then there's and then there are the people that I the the biggest thing that I tend to get is uh when um when i when i go on to either other people's streams or new people come to the stream and i mentioned that i'm a writer mm-hmm. people go are you know like uh, the the funny thing was yeah the um so there's this one big and i consider her a big time writer uh or big time streamer rather um she uh uh she, she was on stream and uh we were talking and everything and she said um she said, uh, she said, so T, are you, uh, yeah. She was like, so what are your talents? Or what do you do when you're not streaming? And I go, well, I write science fiction and fantasy. <laughs> and she said, oh, are you published? And I went, yeah. Well, yes. And she, and, and, and she, <laughs> one or two times. And, and then she said, she said, where? And I, and I was like, I went, it might be easier if you just look up my name, look up T Morris. And she just kind of was like, oh, this, I got to see. So she types, she, I see her type in T Morris and she goes, Oh, oh, 
holy shit, you're legit. <laughs> and, and and then she starts and then she starts dropping my links, links to my books, and suddenly I'm the spotlight on her stream and i said look I, i'm feeling very inappropriate about this this is your stream i just came here to hang out and she's like not to you you're you're the shit talk talk and i'm like <laughs> i was like how, how about we got on, we get on stream another time so she invited me to come on stream um it was she was having an open mic night on her stream oh cool and they brought me and they brought me in and i read um i read a uh, uh the beginning of what was uh, the fault in our stars mm. oh now now, when I say this was our in, in the books and brawn dossier, our recent uh, our, our recent um, books and brawn anal- um, anthology, mm-hmm. we have an exclusive print uh, print story in there, and it's called "The Fault in Our Stars," F A W L T. And what we did is we wrote a love letter to Faulty Towers, and our short story is basically a steampunk Faulty Towers. Um, <laughs> Eliza and Wellington go to a yes. very disreputable. Hotel in Torquay. In Torquay. And, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, and we, I, we're talking to write for to prepare and write for this. We mainlined <laughs> to a. That's no, okay. It. It's okay, baby. We mainlined. Sorry, I, I find two, it very funny. Yeah, we mainlined two seasons of Faulty Towers, uh, just just to, to just to get the right timing and everything, and it was so much damn fun writing this. I mean, and then we, we even got some great little nods in, like there was this, there, you know, throughout the entire throughout the entire short story, um, Bernard keeps mispronouncing Spanish throughout this thing, and then he at this one point he says something very fluent, just 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 absolutely fluid, and Eliza looks at him and goes, "How come you were butchering the language a moment ago and now you can speak it fine?" And we actually had Bernard respond with, "I learned classical Spanish, not that strange dialect he picked up." And, <laughs> And we just and so I'm reading the opening of this and um and and uh and and the um the streamer her name is Snaps she Snaps uh Snaps was like T you are welcome anytime to come on this to, to this show and read for us and so for her Halloween open mic night I came in and I read some of my horror mm-hmm. and and uh, you know I mean um and it's it's just it's just funny because that that tends to surprise people a lot oh wow. You're 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 a writer, and it's like, yeah, I'm a writer, and I'm a published I'm a published one at that. Mm-hmm. And when people see the books, they're like, whoa! And I know I've had a lot of crossover there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, has it helped my numbers at all? Probably not. What 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 has helped my numbers is is just the ridiculous slapstickish uh, <laughs> approach I have to Destiny. I um, <laughs> as I tell people, if you come here to see Vish plays and learn killer strats. This is not that stream. You're here to laugh. You're here to have fun. Case in point, tomorrow night, uh, after this after this recording, I said every Tuesday night, around 7.30, 8 o'clock, I get on with Steve, the blind gamer sailor. Mm-hmm. Steve is legally blind, okay? But he plays video games. He called me up and he said, hey, T, because we've we known each other for years, and he says, uh, I've been wanting to play Destiny 2, and I need a Sherpa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I really want you to be my Sherpa. And I said, Steve, me being your Sherpa is like the blind leading the blind. And he said, oh, my God, that's exactly what we'll call this. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, sometimes Steve is a better shot than I am. <laughs> that's the worst bit. Yeah, I've, I've, I've popped into a couple of those streams before. It's definitely something. <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we are we are we are as goofy and as idiotic as they come. Um, the first time this this really this really uh, just creepy moment happened in destiny 2 i heard steve scream like a little girl and go what the hell was that and i said just 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 ride it out brother ride it out we got this we got this <laughs> and um yeah we've, we've had some extremely idiotic times on this on on that on that show but it's, it's been a lot of fun it has been a lot of fun exploring exploring streaming and exploring uh uh what I, what i think is the natural progression when you've been podcasting mm-hmm. if you've been podcasting streaming is the next step yeah it really is. And and I've seen a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of podcasters step forward and do that. You're one. Christiana Ellis is another one. Phil Phil Rossi not only has stepped into streaming, but he has stepped in, he has stepped to in, into it hard and he is staying on point. He is staying with his brand. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. He calls his streams scream streams. And he only streams horror video games. And on Thursday night, he does VR. Oh no! So nope. 
Nope. So we're nope, thinking nope. about we're thinking about punking him one night, and I'm gonna sneak in, and while he's doing his VR, I'm just gonna when a scary moment happens, I'm just gonna grab him and go, "I got you, Rossi," <laughs> just to see what happens to see if I can make his hands. For that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, could be fun. Could be traumatic for Rossi. Could be deadly. Could be deadly. I could hurt. I could be hurt, but, but it could be fun. Could be it could be it. fun. Could be worth it. Yeah, it was a pleasure working with Mr. Rossi. Yeah. You know. Just... <laughs> wow. Oh man. Huh. Okay, so that's been an extra fifteen minutes. Is that enough for you two? You still got uh, to yes. talk about. <laughs> it, it, hey, hey, dude. If you've if if you've got if you got the content you need, it's up to you. I, you said you wanted to ask some questions specifically about Twitch. I don't know if we covered. Oh yeah, those or not. yeah, pr- pretty much. I mean, I, it was it was largely just. <laughs> about de- developing content but i mean you've you've got it covered because i mean i'm a variety streamer as well because i do right. i do chain mail on thursdays on tuesdays i play um the super nintendo jrpgs but i also very poorly and erroneously play a link to the past randomizer <laughs> so <it's, laughs> so well, one of the things one of the things i would say about streaming in general mm-hmm. especially especially when you see new streamers versus uh versus older streamers or streamers who really have a, have a grasp on and and are, and are enjoying a a modest amount of success on streaming. Mm-hmm. One of the things I noticed that is essential, that's absolutely essential when you're creating content, is you know the content is not necessarily the video game. Mm-hmm. It's more about you. Yeah. I mean anybody can anybody can watch a demo of a video game. You could go on to YouTube and watch a demo of a video game if you wanted to, but each stream is made individual by the host. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about this. I, I'm actually trying to start up for like like um. On every under Sunday, on a Sunday afternoon, sitting down and just doing a freeform two-hour talk mm-hmm. about content creation, whether it's podcasting or Twitch, mm-hmm. and and one of the things that I try to do is is is, uh, is is try to get across to people that 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 what is essential in in good content is interaction. Yeah, that you're talking with you. You're not only talking about what you're doing in game, but also stuff that's on your mind, and then. You gotta you gotta look at the stream and see if people are asking you questions, and that's where it gets tricky. Because mm-hmm. when you look at your when you look at your chat, and I get harassed all the time by this. I get harassed all the time by by my, by my regulars going, "T's not paying attention to chat again." Now I've seen people like Dr. Lupo, who is one of the who is one of the big stars of Twitch. I've watched him. He never interacts with chat until the breaks of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh, rare. Let me rephrase that. Rarely does he interact with chat. Uh, you know, during that point, <clears throat> that being said, I don't have as many people watching in real time as he does. Yeah. But it's what? Still the, but it's still the same situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is still the same situation. I'm trying to play the video game and then I happen to glance and it's like, oh, there's a conversation going on here. And I, need, I should probably be on it as to what's, what, what, what the subject is. Mm-hmm. But like today, for example, while I'm trying to um, while I'm trying to do stuff in game. I'm also having a conversation about bad experiences with destiny and I'm having, I'm having conversations about um, bad experiences in content creation and people that I've met in the, in the, in the business and, you know, and, and trying to keep that straight while I'm doing something in a first person shooter Mm -hmm. in real time. That's some serious multitasking, but that's what you do. You you know, anytime you have lulls in, in, in conversation, Unless you tell your chat up front, like I was doing something in Destiny called an Ascendant Challenge today, mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, chat, I'm going dark. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna just focus on this, so I may not interact with you. So talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna try to do this, and um and and then afterwards, I could talk about it. I could talk about what what I thought I, I learned and what I didn't learn. Um, but but if I'm just doing something grindy, like if I'm doing a, if I'm going on a patrol or if I'm, if I'm do if I'm going after chests or something like that, psh, I can easily talk to chat. Yeah. And that's what I do. And, and, and it's that connection and that interaction with chat mm-hmm. that, uh, and, and most of the time, the content that really makes people stop and watch the feed is when I'm talking about writing. Mm-hmm. People want to, as, as I'm playing a video game, people are going, so how do you get published? So I'm talking about how to put together a proposal for a book. Meanwhile, I am I am I am off shooting aliens in uh, in some part of in some part of the solar system. Poning noobs. And it is, what? <laughs> poning noobs. Yeah, I'm poning them. I'm poning the noobs. And man, it's it's hard. Uh-huh. It's hard to do. But at the same time, that's that's engaging content. Mm-hmm. So when you're streaming, the best thing to do is to just have before you even hit hit uh, hit go live. You want to say, okay, 
what topics do I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like, like I start off like, like, like this morning, I started off talking about Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. how much I enjoyed Captain Marvel. Didn't give away any spoilers, but I talked about Captain Marvel. I talked about the importance of the film and I talked about how, you know, and, and those topics, having a, those handful of topics to go to, if you suddenly find yourself not talking, mm-hmm. that's when you go to, the, to, to that little well of topics and go, okay, let's talk about this. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it helps. It, it helps keep your, your, your stream lively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed, because I've been hanging out on Twitch for going on three years, and I've been streaming for almost one. And just right. as, as a viewer, it's not, you know, I could, somebody can be playing my favorite game in the world, but if they're not engaging, I, I don't care. I, I, I can't even right. stand listen to the music of my favorite game if there's a person I don't like. You fall in love with the personality. That's what you go right. for. I can exactly, but you know, a person that I like watching playing a game I've never seen before and I'm, I have no interest in because it's a horror game or it's like Tomb Raider or something, and I'm I'm just happy as a clam watching that for, for you know four or five hours just because I love who the person who's playing it. Right, and that's that to me is is the that's what brings people to my to my stream, mm-hmm. what, and what brings people to and then when we do our our podcast live the what people really come for is the banter mm-hmm. they come for the banter and and then of course when we do philippus freaky friday the um it's it's just for the sheer pandemonium i mean <laughs> pip and i were screaming at one another during that dragon fight and pip was like you've got to stop shouting at me i said you gotta start listening to me and it, we start <laughs> bickering like this old video game nerd couple and um that's and i'm like push x <laughs> which is what we, it's exactly what we are i'm like they're giving you directions where on the screen where on the screen and we're going well, to be fair my eyeglass new prescription hasn't oh, arrived yet really I I'm totally using. That. Oh my god, <laughs> noob! Oh man! And and then and then then we have that moment as a couple where where our nerd just shows off, where Kratos is standing there, or I should say Pip is standding there, and then Pip hits the button, Kratos' hand comes out, and the axe comes back, and we just both giggle, and we go, "That never gets old. That never gets old." No, it doesn't. <laughs> I wish I had one now. I know. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Yeah, because. Uh... This boy Theo on our shows, he streams as Geek Dad Man. We've we've discussed streaming the two of us playing um, Super Mario's Wii, uh, Mario Brothers Wii U. Mm-hmm. Right. We are so ridiculously horrible at that game. <laughs> and, and, seriously, <laughs> and seriously, just putting the microphone in front of Aaron because she has nothing but contempt for us. <laughs> that's great. That makes comedy gold. That's that's comedy gold right there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would love to have, I, I would love to do a monster stream where, um, where basically we just get a whole bunch of friends mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like doing something really hard in destiny and everyone is trying to coach me all at the same time. Oh, God. I think that would be an absolute blast right there. I'm sure Aaron could have some choice words for me to, you know, by, by pull left, pull left, you noob. I could, I can hear her just trash talking like a pro. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause she I mean, plays Borderlands too. Oh, okay. So yeah, so she's got it. Yeah, she's she's got it all going on. I mean, the and that's that's the funny thing. It what what's what I've discovered is people like to watch me suffer mm-hmm. on my stream. Yes, How, I do. However, however, they are also pulling for me at the same time. Uh-huh. Like like for example, um, so when you go to my stream, you'll see that I've got a schedule up, mm-hmm. uh, or for or for, for Pip over there, a schedule. Um, and I and I on my schedule. Uh, all of my all of my days, like you like you hear, have some sort of theme to it. Mm-hmm. There's Titan Tuesday, Warlock Wednesday, Philippus Freaky Friday, Friday Fun Run, mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons, stuff like that. Well, um, with my uh, Twitch money, I went on ahead. But Twitch for Dummies money, I should say. Mm-hmm. With Twitch for Dummies money, I got an upgrade in my system. Nice. And then I bought I bought uh, D2 and the um, and Forsaken and all that stuff. I bought that for the PC. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I asked I asked uh, chat I said okay, so here's the question: Do you want me to go on ahead and uh, and and pick up a controller that I can sync up with with my with my with my PC and do it that way, or do you want me to learn mouse and keyboard? Keep in mind, I'm a 50 year old man. This is going to be a struggle. <laughs> Unanimously, everyone said mouse and keyboard. Yeah, mouse and keyboard. Then they discovered. The, the, I remember on my first day with mouse and keyboard, people going, "Holy shit, T, you got this!" And 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 there was this 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 shock that I could actually make it's my a jumps. Disappointment as well. well. There was a little maybe a t- t- taste of disappointment, <laughs> but people were digging it. 
and then um and so so that i started doing the mouse and keyboard experiment back in december and i've said if in a year if i haven't gotten better at this then i'm probably going to go on ahead and say yeah i'm done with mouse and keyboard i'll get a, I'll, I'll get a, i'll get a controller and and, and do it that way mm-hmm. but people have been really enjoying watching me learn something new mm-hmm. and and i think that is that is part of the fun is that yeah People like like watching the struggle, but they also root for me in the same way to go, hey, T just picked up something new. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so so that's and that's part of the fun, I think, of of of, of uh, streaming on a whole is that you, you build one of two one of two types of communities. You either build a, an encouraging community or a community of gamers that are rallying around a specific game. Mm-hmm. But I would say the majority of, of Twitch community out there is really for the individual. Yeah. They, they they want your experience they want to share and yes celebrate in your experience and that's part of what i think is is the fun of the fun of podcasting early in the day mm-hmm. that's what's happening now with twitch yeah and and i see that a lot i see that a lot <clears throat> yeah definitely I, I i hate so much that i'm not able to because because when i first started streaming it was when there was a month when i was unemployed so i was able to stream you know around lunchtime so my audience was actually, you know, in the U.S. Right. Whereas now that I've got a full time, you know, I've got a seven to four job, I'm streaming in the evenings, and I'm like, you know, everybody's having <laughs> dinner or winding down or streaming themselves. I'm like, that makes me very sad. Plus, all my friends in the U.K., they're, you know, they're in yeah. bed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but once you find your groove, yeah, you find it. Absolutely. All right, so we are we are at fifty minutes. I'm going to call it here. As much as I love you guys, <laughs> I need to do dishes and get ready for bed. Yeah, I should just get Theo to do dishes because he's the dish boy, but he's failing right now. Uh, <laughs> um, so just real quick again, where can our listeners find you and your stuff and stuff? Well, everything comes from pjballantine.com and our shared site, Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences.com. And T Morris, that is T E E M O R R I S dot com. Uh, I'm trying to get blogging back up, back up to speed. That's been really tough for me. Um, but just recently, both Pip and I, uh, we discovered that boy, howdy, uh, you can't, you got to be on top of your website mm-hmm. because we spent, we spent an entire night just updating our website with like different it appearances. Was definitely, and stuff. It was weed whacking. It was weed whacking. It, it was digital weed whacking. Yeah. Uh, but now everything is up to speed. We got new, di- we got, we got a new layout up. Um, you know, new we, books we, updated. New books updated. Uh, we, we're, we're good. We are good. So come on by to, um, to any of those sites, t, uh, tmorris.com, pjballantine.com. Uh, ministrypeculiaroccurrences.com, theshareddesk.com, and uh, and my my destiny. If you're if you're a gamer and you dig destiny, happyhourfromthetower.com. And your stream? Uh, it can be reached from uh, from uh, any of those locations. Uh, in particular, tmorris.com. Um, there is a there is a link that says Twitch, and will take you straight to my Twitch channel. Nice. All right. Thank yep. you again for for coming back on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great fun. See, I told you it was fun. I told you they're awesome, right? Right? Once again, Gus isn't here. I turn to talk and there is no one there. Go me! All right, so, if you want to keep listening to me make an idiot of myself like I am doing right now, a lot, because I'm good at it, anyway... You can always go and find us on iTunes. The best way to help us get visibility is to leave us reviews on iTunes and give us stars. Give us all the stars you possibly can. I'm talking make multiple accounts and give us five stars on every single one of them because we're that awesome, right? We're worth it, right? Please? Sound of crickets? Anyway, moving right along, you can also go and find us on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash themeltingpodcast. And you can go and back us, and for as little as a dollar an episode, you can get early access to episodes when we drop them a few days early, which does happen sometimes. You get access to our Patreon backer-only episode. We do one of those a year. And this year, we're actually going to drop it before December. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Dramatic reverb. Yeah, that has yet to happen. But this year it's happening. So you will get access to that episode. 
Also, you can get swag, physical swag that we send to you. And depending on your backer level, you can get a title on the podcast. You can get a shout out recorded from the crew directly for you. All kinds of things. So go and check that out. Now, if you're not necessarily into the Patreon thing, but you do want some really cool swag, you can go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash themeltingpodcast, and you can buy cool stuff with adorable art of us on it. I'm talking mugs, buttons, aprons, you name it. If you have an idea for something else we could add to our Spreadshirt shop, let us know. We'd love to hear it from you. And another thing, one of the biggest things besides all the stars on iTunes, because, you know, the multiple accounts, like I was saying before, one of the other biggest things you can do for us, share us on social media. You listen to an episode and you enjoy it, share it on your Facebook page, your Twitter feed, your Instagram, your Reddit, your Tumblr, whatever you've got. Share us with other people. Increase our visibility because that's what gets us the viewers And that's what allows us to put more out for you to listen to. The more viewers we have, the better, right? It's better for everybody. You want to share the awesome. So you want more awesome. We want to put out more awesome. So we need things from you. We prefer to put out other people's works rather than our own. So for that to happen, you have to send it to us. So you can always check out our site with our open prompts on it. These prompts are good for our Stoke the Fire stories, which are 1,500 words or fewer. And our current prompts are always tons and tons of fun. Prompt number 18, you are informed via phone that your significant other has been in an accident and they are standing right next to you. That prompt is now closed as of this episode. I'm so sorry, but we've gotten some good stuff on it. More to come eventually. Ha ha, mystery. Not mystery meal. Don't want to mislead you there. But so prompt number 18 is closed. Currently open, we have prompt number 19. You have two left feet along with your right one. Which is tons of fun. I love that one. And prompt number 20, which is now open. Woo! The forecast called for heavy snowstorms, but what's falling from the sky is not snow. Okay, that one opens the door for all kinds of stuff, guys. So have fun with that. Please send us stuff. If you're not particularly inspired by our prompts, we do have our main ingredient stories, which you can submit for 5,000 words or fewer. We can do flash fiction. We can do it up to that full 5,000 words on the dot if you want. Please, 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 please send us stuff. And if you do, we'll use it to feed the masses. Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at themeltingpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Melting Podcast. Or you can email us themeltingpodcast at gmail.com. The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you're free to copy it and share it as long as you don't change it don't sell it, and always link back to the website. Sound effects are by the Free Sound Project. And our theme is by Drew Rich Creek. Send us stuff!